This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Now for our story. This afternoon, Jesse Calvert was lying on the comfortable chaise long in her bedroom. There was a tray with tea things on the little table next to her. She was wearing a soft flannel robe with fur-lined slippers to match. With her head propped with pillows, a smart magazine in her lap, and her cigarette smoke curling gracefully toward the window, Jesse created a picture of languid contentment. Actually, she was feeling anything but reposeful. Conflicting thoughts and emotions raced through her mind. She kept thinking of Brett Cameron. The last time they'd been together, Brett had put his arms around her. They kissed her. Remembering, Jesse noticed with a mixture of irritation and alarm that her heart jumped. It was as if I were a 15-year-old, Jesse told herself. But it was true. Much as she fought against it, Brett's power over her was becoming stronger each time she saw him. And when she thought of her husband, Ben, Jesse's emotions pulled in a different direction. On the one hand, Ben represented security. But when she thought of him as a person, as the man to whom she was married, she couldn't repress a faint distaste. Ben was beginning to sicken, to age. Then she heard the front door slam, and a moment later... Jesse. Jesse, may I come in? Why, yes, Ben. Well, Jesse, you're certainly taking a deal Is that an accusation? No, no. Well, sit down, then. You're all red in the face. You're out of breath, too. No wonder. Confound it, Jesse. Everything's gone wrong. Well, wait a minute, Ben. You better calm down a bit before you launch into your tale of woe. Evidently, you have something on your mind, but bring it down first. Will you have a cup of tea? No, thank you, no, no. Well, get your breath at least. Goodness, Ben. You haven't rest around the way you do. Not good for you in your condition. What condition? Well, you do have high blood pressure. Oh, Jesse, I... But the worst thing you can do is tear around like a madman. I'm perfectly suggestive. And I do wish you'd please stop talking as though... Well, as though I was on my last legs or something. Well, I only want you to take care of yourself, to be sensible. Nothing can be important enough for you to get into such a school. You looked positively crippled when you came in here a moment ago. Look, look, my dear, it's all very well for you to talk about being calm. Very well. 
Here you are, lying back and having tea. Very much a lady of leisure. Well, then, would you prefer me to get up and scrub the kitchen floor? Oh, heavens, don't be ridiculous. It's just that you, you look so detached and unconcerned. Why not, for heaven's sake? Can you tell me what I have to be concerned about? Yes, I can. I was going to tell you when I came in. That's why I came home from the office ahead of time. All right, then. Now that you've gotten your breath back, your color's back to normal, I'm ready for the bad news, whatever it is. It's bad news, all right. I ran into Bill Mead this afternoon. He told me, Kit is back. Is he? Where's she staying? David went down to Miami. Brought her back to the sanitarium in Huntsville. I see. Well, I must say you don't seem to be surprised. Surprised, then? <laughs> no, I can't say I am. I don't see why not. I was. No. I rather suspected David would do something like that. The way he was talking that morning, he came to see you. All full of holy zeal. And even so, I never thought he'd take it upon himself to get down there and bring her back here. Oh, well, you know what a busybody your brother-in-law is. Personally, I think he did it on purpose, just to make trouble for me. Bringing Kit back here, back into the state. He must have known what that would mean. Bringing Kit into the state? Certainly, Jesse. You know the authorities were looking for her? To indict her for perjury? Good Lord, that's right. Perjury. It's a serious matter. And so long as they didn't know where she was, she was safe. Now the fat's in the fire. Well, then, if you'll remember, I warned you David might be up to something. But you were so sure he wouldn't take the trouble. Of course I was. David's never lifted a finger for Kit, except to give her a lot of fancy talk about the golden rule or some such rot. David's always been a confounded long hair. Maybe he really wanted to help Kit this time. Or do you by any chance agree with him? I was under the impression you thought we should let well enough alone. Well, then I didn't want to sway you. You said you thought Kit was just pulling an act, pretending to be ill. Wasn't my place to interfere, was he? No, no, it was not. And you know what my stand has been all along. I was thinking of you. In my opinion, your daughter gave you a very raw deal. It's only natural I wouldn't want you to be taken in again. That's right, Jesse. You've been very loyal, I admit that. Well, you see, I thought it was best for you to make your own decision. And you did. Well, it didn't do any good. They're quite apt to indict Kit for perjury, you know. Mm, too bad if they do. But then you can't deny she has it coming to her. Regardless of that, Jesse, good heavens, she's my own daughter. Oh. Now she's your daughter again. I know I said that, but this changes everything. It does? I'm afraid I don't follow. Well, you don't suppose I could stand by and have my daughter tried like a criminal? Maybe even sent to prison? As I said, then, that depends on whether you still consider Kit your daughter. And you have every justification for not doing so. Justification? What does that mean? When it comes right down to it, no matter what I said, Kit's my own flesh and blood. I think of it when she was a baby, a little girl. She's a smart little type, Betty. And she's still smart. Maybe smarter than you realize. And pretty. Wherever we took her, people always turned to look at her. Mm. 
They were probably admiring her clothes. In the pictures I've seen, you dressed that child like one of the royal family. I know. Nothing is too good for her. Yes, Ben, you gave Kit every opportunity. But she doesn't seem to have lived up to it. Yeah. She's a vet sanitarian. man named Larrabee's in charge over there. He has a very good reputation, too. What's that got to do with it? This, Jesse. It must mean she's really ill. They wouldn't have anything to do with her case if she didn't actually need the help. Well, if she's as well as all that, then you won't have to worry about the indictment. That's where you're wrong. I read up on the subject of mental illness today. Stopped in at the library. It seems that legally, it's not so easy to prove. They might go right ahead with the charge, regardless of her illness. Well, if they do, I don't see what's the point of your story about it. There's nothing you can do to stop them. It's just too bad your brother-in-law brought her back. He must have known what would happen. Yes, I wouldn't put it past David to figure the whole thing out. I'd have done it just to be malicious, just to put me in a bad spot. Well, it's possible, but it's out of your hands now. I'm still the girl's father. I have something to say about what happened to her. Well, then, if you want to get yourself involved with Kit again, I'm try to stop you, but I don't see what you can do about it. First, I'm going over and see Kit. Talk to her. Well, maybe she won't want to talk to you. After all, Kit left this house of her own accord. You didn't throw her out. Just the same. She'll talk to me. I'm going to see Larry too. Well, what do you expect to accomplish by all this? I'm going to see just how ill Kit is. Maybe I can get around this indictment thing by circumventing it. How do you mean? There are other sanitariums, Jesse. Another state. If I got Kit away to one of those, without the authorities finding out, well, I guarantee you, I'd fix it so they'd have a hard time finding her. It was fortunate for Jessie that she had a habit of discipline, of pretending a composure she didn't feel. For at that moment, Jessie's impulse was to scream with rage, with frustration. The very thing she feared was happening. Then sympathies toward Kit were aroused once more. And, Jessie told herself bitterly, it was her own fault. For it was she who had suggested to Brett Cameron that he call Judge Willoughby to inform him of Kit's return to the state. And now her scheme looked as if it had boomerangs. 